Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. We stay the course! We are dead! We are all dead! We're supposed to make the world a better place. What happened? I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I know Kung Fu. You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! This whole thing is insane! This whole thing is insane! 300 years ago, you'd have been burned at the stake. What do all men with power want? More power. This is now the United States of Zombieland. This whole thing is insane! Man is even capable of nothing but destruction! Everybody is stuck with the things that they're not proud of. More power. Welcome to the desert. Of the real. More power. There can be only one. Are you a God-fearing man, Senator? You're such a strange phrase. I've always thought of God as a teacher, as a bringer of light, wisdom, and understanding. You see, I think what you really are afraid of is me. Happy heresies and welcome to the desert of the real. Heresy shouldn't be this much fun, but it is. It just is. We held a very special AB Live on the Astronosis Conference, a preview of sorts. Beyond teasers and explanations on the upcoming event, our roundtable discussed the busy stars and their tenants, and related to all that's happening down here on Earth. From Archon mind parasites infecting civilization right now to benign star lords helping humanity, we comb Gnostic cosmology for solutions to inner and outer peace. Can we cross those stargates to engage with higher levels of reality? How did we get here and how do we get home? We were joined by Lawrence Gallian 
author of Alien Parasites, 40 Gnostic Truths to Defeat the Archon Invasion, and Dr. Sid Roth, author of A Simple Explanation of Absolutely Everything. Yes, indeed. Tickets are available for Astronosis Online to stream it live and you get a replay. So get them while they're nuclear hot. Check the show notes or go to thegodabovegod.com or message my ass. Truly hope to see you there in the Cancun area at the end of March or remotely live or at the replay afterwards. Someone who will be there physically definitely will be the cool cats of New Axiom. New Axiom is a performance health and wellness brand which embraces the ethos expressed by Rudolf Steiner. 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 When he said, quote, For every human illness, somewhere in the world there exists a plant which is the cure. New Axiom seeks to harness the best remedies nature has to offer to promote optimal health lifestyles. Using only the finest ingredients in their custom formulations, New Axiom offers a wide range of full-spectrum and broad-spectrum hemp products designated to alleviate pain, anxiety, and inflammation while promoting recovery, balanced mood states, and a wide range of other therapeutic benefits. As I've said before, their CBD balm has done miracles for my knees that were tortured and torn from my youthful years of rugby, soccer, and tennis. Yoga has done wonders to keep me functional, but the new Axiom balm has taken away all soreness. My knees are basically back to normal. Take that, meat sack. Visit newaxiom.cam to shop muscle recovery balms, anti-aging facial oils, tinctures, gummies, gel caps, pet drops, and more. Use the discount code AMBITE to receive 20% off your first purchase. Again, it's www.neuaxiom.com Use the discount code AMBITE to receive 20% off your first purchase. Let us to our latest AB Live. Write your own gospel, live your own myth. You who are reading me now are a different breed. I hope a better one. I leave the 20th century with no regrets. But one more thing, if anybody's listening, that is. Nothing scientific, it's purely personal. Seen from out here, everything seems different. Time bends, space is boundless. It squashes a man's ego. I feel lonely. That's about it. Tell me, though. Does man, that marvel of the universe, that glorious paradox who sent me to the stars, still make war against his brother? Keep his neighbor's children starving?
Welcome, everybody, and we are live. Today is a very special show for a special event with some special guests and some very special content, bonus content, here on AB Live. Uh, So there are two reasons for this podcast. My name is Miguel Connor. I am your pompadus of Gnosis. I hope you're writing your own gospel and living your own myth. And there are two purposes for this. And I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent because these are strange times. I guess tonight they're bombing a nuclear plant in the Ukraine. So what did somebody say today on social media? History repeats. But uh, she didn't think they were going to squeeze the entire 20th century in five years here in the 20th. But it is what it is. But anyway, there are two purposes for this show. One is to so uh, summarize and promote the Astronosis Conference that is happening in a couple of weeks. And this conference is, uh, well, it's very special because this is a first of its kind. This is where, as I say, uh, Gnosticism and the stars meet. Somebody asked me the other day, what is Astronosis? Well, you might as well ask, what is Sadana? What is the Portuguese concept of Forza? What is Gnosis? What is Enlightenment? It's more of an experience than anything. But I think my point is, as especially in my presentation, Gnosticism and Stargates, that yes, the stars were important to the ancients. The stars are important to today's occultists and mystics. But, and in fact, some of them travel the stars. But as uh, Eric Davis said, nobody went farther out than the Gnostics. They went way out. They went out to the final frontier. They interacted and recorded these uh, extraterrestrial other beings. They opened star portals, and they went to the end of infinity to interact with this alien god, came back with all this information and transformative energies. And that's why I think astronosis is important, especially in these hard times, because we need to look back at the stars. That's where so many answers are. That's where we came from. If we are stardust, then that's what we are. We are part of the stars. And as the Gnostics said, the stars are not just outside, they're also in our heads. The universe is housed within us, as above, so below. And more than ever, I think we need to tap into this Gnosis, into this information before it's too late for this planet. So that's the idea of Astronosis and our guest two presenters, three presenters that we have here tonight come with invaluable information to understand astronosis and get us on track as humans, get us to take that inward journey to the stars and that outward journey to the stars. It's the same damn journey. And uh, that's what I want uh, this show and Astronosis is that helpful information for you, because I think uh, these are definitely strange times. As I said, uh, maybe we are experiencing the entire 20th century. Mark Twain said history doesn't repeat, but it definitely rhymes. And it seems like it is rhyming very hard today. I've said on the podcast that we are never going back to the old normal. It's not going to happen. As I've talked to people, it just made sense. looks like uh, Miguel's network connection has uh, temporarily become interrupted. You guys can still hear me, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Something was going to happen. 
<laughs> Damn you, Archons. I was, I was just about to. I knew you were going to get me. I was on this cool tangent. What was I saying? Yes, history is definitely repeating. Uh, and uh, it's we're never going back to the old normal. And I don't know if it's because the Archons, the deep state, uh, what's going on. But it is what it is. And we need to be prepared for it. And we need to look inward. And we need to look at the stars. It reminds me of the great song lyrics by Joni Mitchell in uh, Woodstock. And it goes, we are stardust. We are golden. We are billion-year-old carbon. And we've got to get ourselves back to the garden. We are stardust. We are golden. We are caught in the devil's bargain. And we've got to get ourselves back to the garden. Wise words today. And I have other tangents to go into, but uh, I think the Archons kind of gave me a tap on the shoulder. So let's get to the really interesting people tonight. With us tonight, we are blessed and honored to have Sid Roth. Sid, thanks for coming back to the show. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Awesome. And with us also, it's great to have a presenter and also a past guest and an individual who has uh, contributed so much to the occult circles, and that is Lawrence Galian. ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien. Buenas noches. Good evening, everyone. Glad you are here. And with us, too, we've got the spaceman himself, the moon dog himself. Vince, how are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. A little bit worried, maybe, you know, about people, you know, bombing things they shouldn't, you know, like <laughs> nuclear plants. But what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I don't. It's on fire now. I just saw. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. on fire. They better turn it off. You know, they got to scram the reactors. Is it going to be like that movie Airplane, where the guy just pulls a plug and like, just kidding? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's it. Pull a plug. Reboot it. I don't know. That's right. Get them rods in there. But that's it. They want. I think the archons or the powers that be want to keep us in a state of stress and fear. I have no doubt because what makes what's happening in this world in the last few years is not logical. Makes no sense. It's not productive. There's nothing productive about wars and killing each other and the horrible divide and conquer that we find ourselves in this world. So there is some very powerful manipulation, and it is up to break away from this i think my advice to people is uh this may not be the best time to be alive but it's the best time to be awake because the archons are definitely showing their cards on the table and they are uh, exposing themselves behind the curtain there's a quote in uh one of my favorite series legion where david holler says at the end of the world this apocalyptic battle between professor x and evil mutants and time demons and he simply says this is the end the beginning the end what it all means is not for us to know it is for history to decide all we can do is play the parts as written all we can do is know ourselves. And I think that's good advice in any time. So, uh, so awesome. And also very important on a side note, uh, a reason to have this show is to promote not just the conference, but that now you can get tickets online and stream Astronosis online. 
We will have the entire thing, all the presentations there, uh, all the roundtables, and uh, some very uh, special bonuses towards the end. So please, if you want to, it'll be on it'll be on Zoom, and you will be getting replays right after. So please go to the website, uh, or here's the here's the link as you see it, or I'll have it in the show notes, or go to my homepage, thegodabovegod.com, and check it out. And uh, it should be a a good one. And again, if you miss it, you will get replays. And you'll see my presentation, Vance's, Lawrence's, Sid's, and the other guests, Chris Knowles, Gordon White, and other individuals. So uh, get your tickets online, register, and it's going to be a good one. And there's still a chance for you to show up uh, physically. So other than that, it's good to see people in the chat. If you have questions for any of our guests, Please write them in all caps or a lot of questions, um, and uh, we'll get them to you uh, as soon as possible. If you want to do a super chat, we will put you at the top, but we will do our best to get to your questions. So I guess it first I'd ask you, what do you think of these days and what are the solutions? How can Gnosis help us or how can your work that you've discovered in all your years of research and revelations help humanity? Well, that's a big question, huh? Not like we're carrying the burden. It's time for big questions. It's time for those big questions. It certainly appears as though the archons are making a full court press for complete mastery of this universe. And the way that the demiurge and the archons work is through power. It's power for power's sake. They don't care about the agenda. They could care less about the Green New Deal. They could care less about whether or not we wear masks other than the fact that they want to make us do what they want us to do. And that is the whole point of it. The agenda could be anything at all, but the point is power for power's sake. And that is literally all they are after. And the reason they don't like us is because we are the descendants of the eons of the fullness of God. We outrank them ethereally. The, The Demiurge and the Archons that rolled out of the Demiurge upon the fall, they they are broken. They are a fallen eon, and they are fractal level down from that fallen eon. So if the one that fell was an eon, these guys rolled out, so they're fractal level down. We are not broken. We are birthed by the eons. We are the fruit of the eons, the children, much beloved of the eons of the fullness of God. And we are smart. We are smarter. We have goodness. We have a remembrance of the father and of the fullness, maybe a dim remembrance, but in our hearts, we generally hope for paradise. We generally hope that someone will love us and take care of us. The Demiurge and the Archons have no recollection of the fullness. And they just hate us because we are stronger than they are. And for them, it's all about power. And so I think that's what they're doing. And they love technology because technology enslaves us. As we know, all these problems with the internet, censorship, only some people can talk and some people can't. That's archonic for sure. So that's, that's, I'll kick it off with that. 
That's really well said, and I think you hit it on the spot. And what do you think we need to do to remember our place in the stars? Do you do any rituals? Is it <laughs> studying? Uh, what's yeah. the how, what's what can we do, Sid? Well, so there is only see. I have a much simpler view of Gnosticism than I think many of your listeners. I really think there is only one gnosis, and gnosis means the knowledge. And I think the gnosis we're supposed to realize is that we are the fruit of the eons and that the father and the son and the fullness, they're right up there above us and they love us and they're going to take care of us. That is all we need to know. That's all. We can't, we can't win this battle of the world. We can't run over to Ukraine and stop the fire <laughs> in the, uh, the plant or whatever's going on. But we can trust that the eons will. We can trust that there is an ultimate plan. So, see, I, I am kind of a scatological in that way. I do think there will be an end time. And we may be. It certainly feels like we're in end times. But whether or not we are, it's not our burden to carry. It's the burden of the eons or the burden of the Redeemer. That's their burden, and they're supposed to take care of us. So all we have to do is remember the Gnosis. Don't fall into despair because we are more powerful inherently than the Demiurge and the, the uh, Archons. So I would just say that. What I do is I try to remember the fullness right above me. I picture the fullness as being right. You see that light above me? That's the fullness right there. I pictured the fullness of God literally floating above my head at all times that I'm aware of it. And to help me remember, I pay attention to those silly numbers on the clock. 111, 1111, 1010, 12, colon, 34. 333-444-555. I pay it to every time I see those numbers on the clock and I see them all the time. It seems as though practically every time I look at a clock, it's one of those interesting numbers. All I do is roll back upward. That's what my cue is to remember the fullness of God. And so I try to stay plugged in as much as possible because our only job is to love. See, we're we have a warrior spirit because we are formed after some archons who are like warriors. However, our war was supposed to be fought with love. We were supposed to come at them with hugs and kisses, and we forgot all about that. Now we just want to lop off heads and fire bombs. <laughs> Very well said indeed. Yes, we must remember. Well, Lawrence, uh, what do you think? Uh, I have a few. What do you think? <laughs> well... I guess I would like to start off by quoting Sun Tzu, uh, the famous author of, I think the book is called The Art of War. Mm -hmm. He said, if you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. If you know yourself, but not the enemy for every victory gained you will also suffer a defeat if you know neither the enemy nor yourself you will succumb in every battle and i think i'm just following up on some of what sid said that we have to know who we are we have to know who the archons are who the eons are, and of course, the God above God. 
most importantly of all. And uh, so, yes, it's it's a it's a matter of of gnosis of knowledge. Uh, I would say that's what it comes down to. This uh, we were joking before about how this might be the last podcast because of uh, what's happening um, with this horrible um, uh, nuclear plant. Uh, that and uh, uh, it's really very very important for us to remember that we we are spirit deep down inside that um in, in reality we we are our pure spirit and all this this physical stuff i mean vance i'm sure you can enlighten us uh about uh quantum physics how all this is just an illusion our brain is creating this this idea of a reality and so forth uh but basically everything is just space and emptiness and we have to look and see what is inside what's what what's the reality and um and not get so caught up in in what what we think is this physical plane and uh yes i i uh i have practiced many techniques uh to know the divine self our our inner reality and uh i want to offer them at the conference but uh tonight being such a incredible night um and I don't mind saying that I'm I am a little worried and I'm a little scared. Uh I I'm not Mr. Perfect in any way. Uh but uh yes, there are there are ways to know the God above God. There are ways to send a prayer up to the heavens um and beyond the heavens to God through God and beyond God. So I, I think I I should stop there. No, and, no, uh, because I think uh, <clears throat> two things, Lawrence. The Archon Mind Parasites, how are they playing in today's geopolitical world? And I think you and I agree that Sophia must return. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it was a synchronicity that just before the show, I was watching YouTube uh, and they had this beautiful, uh, I guess, uh, concert of great women composers, uh, mostly unknown women composers. And their music was spectacular. It's so beautiful. And uh, I'll put up the link on uh, my Facebook site uh but uh yes we need the return of the divine feminine and i have devoted a great deal of my life uh to uh to help enlighten people to to teach people about the divine feminine 
and my love for the divine feminine, uh, my love for Sophia. And um, so, of course, uh, uh, her return is extremely important. Uh, I, I believe that she is already with us. Uh, that is uh, part of my myth. That's part of my gnosis. Uh, and, uh, I do think that, that we can call on her right now, this very minute, uh, as horrible as things are, I, I do believe we can shout out, uh, if you want to call it a prayer, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, that she is with us. Well, that's well said indeed. And uh, what do you think? Vince, what is your opinion? I know we've had other shows where we think uh, Scott Smith, where there are maybe these entities up there that stop us from blowing our, up ourselves. Uh, what do you think of this? Or what do you think of this whole situation? These well, uh, they, must be on yeah, they must be on vacation. <laughs> Spring break. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, it occurred to me a couple of things. Uh, number one, I think all the archons are like uh, sitting uh, gathered around uh, uh, Mr. Putin these days because he is definitely uh, on a, on the rampage. Uh, I've I've always understood that uh, what what he's doing. I don't approve of it, of course, in any way, shape, or form. But um, you know, we have to. Um, uh, Remember, I, the way I think about the Archons and the Aldabaoth is that they're soulless automatons, just like the technology that, you know, we create to use as our tools. But these tools are like autonomous tools. They just, they're like buzz saws that somebody started up and like a chainsaw, you know, you start up the chainsaw and then you just let it rattle around and cut cut things you know that's part of the universe you know the physical universe is is like a giant machine it runs by rules and we are the ones who bring from you know the from the pleroma and the archons and so forth we're the ones who bring the soul into the universe just like sophia did so hopefully in some way uh, and i i too like like sid and um lawrence um you know we we can't expect to command physical reality but we have to command ourselves you know and 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 uh keep ourselves from going down the drain and succumbing to fear as some of the people on the uh, chat pointed out to me and uh what what can i what, what can i say beyond that it's it's strange i grew up um you know in uh and i think lawrence is probably around my age uh uh in in the shadow of the cold war and we had the cuban missile crisis and we were running outside look look up in the sky and there was like weird lights in new jersey over over the like some sort of weird smoke i remember and we all thought we were going to somebody had dropped a nuclear bomb on us or something you know it's and i was like 9 years old you know I'm like Rawr! so those those things kind of, kind of. Uh, I saw something on the internet though. Uh, somebody says, "I just went out and got myself a Generation X bomb shelter," and it was a picture of a desk, <laughs> a classroom <laughs> desk. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well, duck and cover. I was raised in duck and cover. Yeah, that was really going to help us. Going under your gonna desk help. is going to help you from a nuclear bomb. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really yeah. smart. Maybe yeah. we should spend the night under a desk tonight, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, so, I do think that. Uh, Yes, that fear is definitely uh, 
uh, the mind fuck. And uh, another aspect of the archontic attack consists of creating fear within the individual. And then that fear spreads to the group. And I mean, there's so many people out there who are under the the sway of what I call mind parasites or alien parasites, that uh, these mind parasites are continually whispering into our ears. And I would include with them the news people. Now, uh, I know many, many of them are being very brave and courageous and so forth. But really, where do they make their money, right? Uh, they make their money when there is a war, when there is any kind of bombing, uh, any, any kind of uh, school shooting. Uh, that's great to create fear in the populace. And, oh, boy, tonight uh, they must be uh, just jumping and shouting for joy that uh, a nuclear plant has been bombed because, oh, that, that's going to really raise the ratings. So I, I think the uh, archons are, are very much entrenched inside the minds of uh, a lot of the, the news uh, people. And uh, we know for a fact that the, the FBI and the CIA have uh, involved themselves in uh, just about every news service that exists. Uh, they make no bones about it. Uh, and and the, they're, you know, the military, what we have, I guess, the greatest military in the world because all we do is spend money on our military. And why do we do that? Because we're afraid. We want to be number one. We want to be the biggest, strongest, uh, whatever, um, person on the block. Uh, and uh, so anyway, yes, yeah, I agree with that thing about fear. Fear spreads so quickly. And there's so many people who are so quick to spread that fear for, for the dollar. For, for, uh, for a buck. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, 
and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Yeah, it's it's insane how they have weaponized fear and it's working really well. I see the same bullshit I see after 9-11, the same propaganda, the same thing, you know, somebody was going well where are the moderate russians you know remember it was the moderate muslims who had to speak out there's that divide and conquer where we're vilifying the russian people they've banned cats from uh this uh special they banned russian cats from this special worldwide show they just banned russia from the para olympics which is the special what did these poor people do they just want to participate in the Olympics or the soccer players from the World Cup. It's that horrible divide and conquer that's going on across the world. And it's growing in our country because it's what side are you on? Are you a secret Russian? Are you a secret imperialist? It's uh, you guys remember that song? I think it was the police Russians where Sting is wondering what a Russian must feel like. And or Elton John's Nikita, where they're trying to have empathy for the other, because if they divide, the, you know, like Pink Floyd saying us and them, that's when we start dehumanizing others and people start dehumanizing us and we become simple numbers in the thing. So I see the same fog of war propaganda. Uh, it's all about following the money. It's all about, uh, it's a game of thrones. Everybody in the top has blood on their hands. Everybody has an agenda of money. It's, uh, it's a matter of seeing through this and the propaganda of the media. And also, as you're saying, Lawrence, the propaganda of the, the mind parasites inside of us that are just having a, a delicious meal with the fear and the anger and everything that is slowly killing us and turning us into machines. So. Well, and before this whole Ukrainian situation, let's not forget the past uh, couple of years of COVID. And oh, that's all that. the, everybody that, forgot. That was yesterday. That was all right? about fear. That was all <laughs> yeah, about yeah. fear. And the most fearful people, um, I think they're afraid of death. I think a lot of the most fearful, the people that are most fearful of COVID are, are you know, seeking some sense of control over their body, but that isn't the way to get it. And as far as pointing fingers, as far as creating vision and othering, well, that is completely going on in our politics. And the public used to be that the politicians, they could work across the aisle. They could have disagreements, but still be able to converse. But now uh, they've been pushed so far apart that there is no... um no commonality, no no place where you can say you agree. And of course, they've dragged us all apart with them. They've dragged half of the people to one side and half of the people to the other side because you can't even talk to each other about anything now. No, right? it's a psyop. It's incredible. The it is. It's a very a human very individuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, look inward, see what's going on. Uh, dream time is coming. It's, uh, yeah, the rules haven't changed. It's the same solutions as it always was. So, but that's why we're here. So, great comments, great comments in the chat. Uh, I want to get to Sid's little teaser, which is relevant to what we've been talking about. It's relevant for your f- cosmic freedom from the stars, from the archons, from 
all the enemies and friends that the Gnostics decoded up there, which uh, are also within us too. But any questions from the audience, Vance, or yourself? A quick I one. do have a couple here. Um, Brielle Perlman. Oh, hi, Birdie. That's bird. Birdie has a question. <laughs> he has a question. He wants to know if his bird seed's going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> Very important. Um, so, um, Brielle wants to know, do you believe the archons are sentient or like a virus that replicates uh, feed and infects? Uh, I do. What, what do you go think? Ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Lawrence. You wrote the book on that. Well, I, I think they're, they're robotic. Uh, and um, uh, a lot of people say that they they do appear to be uh, like uh, the extraterrestrials or the typical image of the extraterrestrial, but they do share, um, I would say, a great deal in common with the way we look physically and uh, that when we're walking down the street, we could be walking next to an archon without knowing it. Uh, they are experts at, at deception, uh, at uh, using psionic powers uh, to, to manipulate us through telepathy uh, and um, through, through other methods of extrasensory perception so that uh, they basically create movies in our minds. Uh, I, I, I think, yeah, I kind of see them as uh, insectoid-like. Uh, there's uh, many people who write that they, they live in hives uh, near the planet Saturn. And, and Saturn, uh, speaking astrologically, would be the ideal place for uh, Yaldabaoth and his archons to be situated. Uh, so, um, uh, yes, it's said that they, they do live in uh, hive-like structures uh, near the planet Saturn or on the planet Saturn. Uh, and uh, so, uh, yeah, that's how I would answer that. They are extremely powerful with their ways of manipulating our minds. Uh, but uh, as far as uh, whether they are corporeal or incorporeal, I don't think it really matters. So, so many people, uh, well, uh, debate this uh, and are, you know, are they, are, are they aliens or what, what are they? Uh, but uh, I would say the point is that, yes, they are aliens in the sense that they come from outside. They are invaders. And that's what's happening right now. We are seeing Russia invading the Ukraine. And this is so much like what the archons are doing to us, the this, we make no mistake, we are under invasion. We are under invasion by the archons. And it may look tonight like a bombing of a nuclear plant. That's the way it may look. 
But the reality is that we are under a spiritual invasion that of beings that seek to suck our very souls out of us. And that is what we must stop. Uh, it's not time to be worrying. It's time to be praying. It's time to be making contact with the divine reality within ourselves, knowing who we are and realizing that there's an invasion going on, but it's much greater than, than just Russia versus the Ukraine. Well said indeed. And for the audience, uh, Lawrence's great book, Alien Parasites, 40 Gnostic Truths to Defeat the Archon Invasion. This is an excellent book. I know Lawrence should have been marketing better because if you think the work of, let's say, Paul Levy, Jerry Marzinski, David Icke, uh, John Lamlash is important, this is, should be in your bookshelf with those writers. And Lawrence also, he talks about the alien mind parasites, the archons, but it's chock full of solutions, diet, meditations, all the stuff to have a holistic way to clean yourself and to be the best version of yourself. In fact, Lawrence, uh, he emails me about the conference and I'm more interested in him giving me advice on herbs. <laughs> so he's become my, my druid or herb master lately. It's like, <laughs> cause I want to clean my body too and get my mind to a better because something inside of me says, yes, we are under attack. This is the time to go to war, but the war is a war of, you know, like you said, San, tu, San Su, know yourself, know what you need, what your body needs, what your mind needs, what your soul needs. So get his book and he'll give you more during the well, presentation. And I would remind you that we are more powerful than the archons. Mm -hmm. We, I think people open themselves up to the archons through fear and through uh, whatever negative thing they're doing, they're opening themselves up. But if instead of focusing on vice and fear, you focus on the father, then you will realize your power. We are already redeemed. We're already more powerful. We just have to know that we are. Well said, yeah. They fool us into thinking we're just human or that we're animals or the best thing we can do is have an iPhone and get laid and drink or whatever the hell, watch TV, you know, watch whatever's on TV or right. streaming. So that kind of thing. It's a, it's a joke. It's a, it's a lie. Uh, all right. Well, <clears throat> let's get to your presentation, Sid, for your teaser, and then we'll get to Lawrence's presentation or his okay. teaser too. And then we'll talk about Vance and myself. All right. If the, if the archons allow it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Unless that plant yeah. explodes and we're in ashes. Uh, get under your desk. Get under your desk now. My presentation is as the Gnostic Gospel Illuminated meets the simple explanation of absolutely everything. And the presentation, of course, is going to be about an hour. So I'm really going to try not to go into too much depth here. I've only got five slides to share with you or six slides. But I wrote a theory of everything back in 2010. And um, the first edition of my book, A Simple Explanation, was published in 2010 or 2012. And it is a form of gnosis, as it turns out, even though I wasn't reading any of the Gnostic books at the time. Um, my, my theory 
has to do with several basic thoughts. And one of them, go ahead and put the next slide up. It's called the simple golden rule. It's from the simple explanation. And my simple golden rule is that units of consciousness, and by the way, a unit of consciousness, if the, if the father is the ground state of consciousness and the son is a particularization of the father, it's the same as the father, but it, it's a monad now. It's in a place. And then the son broke off into this um, hierarchical system that we call the fullness of God. The simple golden rule says that every one of those units of consciousness, whether it's the sun or each one of the countless numbers of eons, that they hold hands with other units of consciousness and work together to build something greater than any of them could build by themselves. And the way they do that, they share information, they share assistance, and they share love. We could be talking about humans in a work group working on a project. We could be talking about the cells in our body, like our heart cells. All the heart cells work with the other heart cells to build the heart, and together they make the heart beat. Everything that is alive on our planet works according to the simple golden rule. That is the plan, at least. That's the way it's supposed to work. That's the aeonic, um, the aeonic pattern of how things work is the simple golden hand, uh, golden rule of holding hands. Okay, let's let's see the next slide. Slide number three. There we go. So a hierarchy is a pyramidal shape, and pyramids. Here's where pyramids come from. It's a pyramidal shaped collection. And all of the eons of the fullness of God, the breakout particles of the sun, they are hierarchically arranged from the bottom to the top. And the higher, the fewer is one of the basic rules. As above, so below. The hierarchy of the fullness is our pattern too. Because we are second order powers, we are the fruit of the archons. And so in this slide that you're seeing here, the one consciousness, the one being the sun, comes down from the top down because it's coming from the fullness down to us. And that is the stream of consciousness, not only the Holy Spirit or the Sophia life force, it's the stream of consciousness comes down from the top and our it organizes everything that we would call the meat it's all the meat thank god is organized by the golden rule we don't have to instruct our bodies how to be organized they know what to do so everything reaches out and holds hands and levels up to the next higher the fewer so our proteins our cellular precursors, our organelles, they level up to become cells. All of the cells of a certain type, they hold hands with their neighbors, the heart cells or the skin cells or your kidney cells, and they become those organs, the kidneys, the skin, the heart. They become organs, so they have gone higher the fewer because there's way more cells and there's only building up to each one organ, right? And then you've got the organs. They are level up to organ systems and the organ systems within every body, every body of the second order powers. And that's every living thing on the planet from the bacteria on up through us. 
We are all second order powers. We are all fruits of the fullness of God. We all hold hands, level up, level up, level up in this golden rule way of doing things. So consciousness flows from the spirit down. And that was one of the seminal thoughts in my simple explanation. I thought spirit down and mud up. So let's see the next slide. The mud is everything that's not alive. So starting at the bottom, it it comes in and we could use the Big Bang as a um, scientific uh, principle if we want to. Uh, I don't have a big argument about it. Starting with the Big Bang, the first thing to emerge was this quantum foam, this quantum chaos that's extremely chaotic. It had no rhyme nor reason, and it perfectly fits the definition in, uh, for example, in the tripartite tractate of the Nag Hammadi of what the deficiency, what the archons were like when they rolled out of the fallen body of the eon. They were small, disorganized, chaotic. They didn't know themselves. They didn't know where they came from. They were completely disordered. The demiurge is the fullness of that body that fell. So the eon fell, broke apart. The best part of the eon returned to the fullness and left behind this bad part, these shadows, the phantoms, that which did not exist from the beginning. It's called the deficiency. The body of that deficiency is the demiurge or Yeldabaoth. And the demiurge organizes things from the bottom up. So it's the same holding hands appearance, but I don't think that these parts of the demiurge are conscious in the same way that the parts of our bodies are conscious. Because our bodies, the previous slide, that golden slide, it's top-down consciousness. So everything in our body that is alive, what I call the meat, that all is conscious because they are units of consciousness from above. The demiurge is... um, The demiurge, I believe, is the ego of the eon who fell and reason returned to the fullness of God and left behind um, disordered thinking, lack of reason, inability to think straight. It's, uh, it's chaotic. So Demiurge started leveling up in the same manner. Subatomic particles, they get connected together and they level up to particles. Particles get connected together and they level up to atoms. Atoms connect, level up to molecules. Molecules level up to elements. Elements level up to minerals. But that's as high as the demiurge can go. The demiurge cannot uh, create life. Life comes from the fullness down. What the demiurge can create is order out of disorder. And the way the demiurge does that is through strong force, is through puppet master strings. The demiurge is controlling every one of those particles to atoms, to molecules, to elements, to minerals, all the way up. And it's the bonds, it's the bonds and valences of physics and chemistry that give us the appearance of material. That's the matter of our universe. The mud is the pleroma of the demiurge. And pleroma means the fullness. 
So we have a fullness of God up above, and that is directly from the Father and the Son, and that is unsullied. Nothing has happened to them except the eon that fell and broke apart. Down here, it is all uh, horrible. That's one of the things that separates. That's one of the the um, characteristics of Gnostics. Gnostics think the earth is bad. Whereas, for example, the Christians and the Hebrews, they said, and God rested and it was all good. We don't say that. We say, no, it was all bad. And so the Demiurge controls through force and it's all about power. The deficiency does not use the golden rule. And so our bodies are a combination of the indwelling of the spirit enlivening our consciousness. So we each have selves. And I think each unit of consciousness is a self. So I think our organs have selves. And I think our cells each have a self because they're each a unit of consciousness of the father. So they knew their jobs, they level up, they love each other, they share information, they share assistance, and they share love or coherence to keep all of us alive. The body, the mud level doesn't do any of that. The mud is just holding on. Mud is just building the up to the mineral level. And that is why I happen to think that the demiurge cannot um, give birth to a live human being. Uh, that that isn't that won't work because the demiurge does not contain the fullness of God. The demiurge is the broken, fallen ego, and it's nothing but um, amnesia. It has amnesia. That's why another word for gaining gnosis is anamnesis. Anamnesis means to remember. And what is it we're supposed to remember? That we came from that fullness of God, not that we are stuck down here in the mineral elemental level down in the mud. So that's the difference between the meat and the mud. One is infused with consciousness and life and it's top down and the mud is infused with strong bonds, literally bonds. You know, you've seen those pictures of molecules, you know, they've got those lines drawn, everything's Everything's bonded. They're all like puppet strings. And the Demiurge is the puppet master. So I don't think that the material level has free will. Uh, the Demiurge seems to have free will to a certain extent, but it doesn't, it's got the kind of uh, free will that a, uh, a person with complete amnesia would have. So it doesn't remember where it came from or what, what it was doing beforehand. It doesn't remember that there was another God before it. That's why the Demiurge says, I'm a jealous God. There is no other God but me. You must worship me, bow down, worship me, or I will kill the firstborn of all your children. That's just Demiurgic uh, control. That's the way the Demiurge works, through fear and power and strings, pulling the strings. You follow so far? <clears throat> Makes oh, yeah? perfect Gnostic sense. Mm. All right. So let's go to the next slide. And I'll do this a lot slower in the presentation. Yes. I'm just trying to get through my... Okay, now it's looking more complicated. Cool. So in 2022, that being this year, I revised my simple explanation. And I 
Well, here it here's the whole here you got the whole cosmology of the universe right there because we start at the very bottom and that's at quantum foam and so you see the uh, mud level leveling up and that is called and I really I I just only recently ran across this in the Nag Hammadi that is called the pleroma of the demiurge. Mm. This earth is the pleroma of the demiurge, just like the fullness is the pleroma of the sun. Our material world is the pleroma, and pleroma means the everything. So, and remember, the demiurge is a fallen eon. And so it has that patterning of the fullness of God, except it is a couple of fractal levels down now. You know, the eon that fell was one eon out of the entire fullness. And then it carries, though, in its whole body, kind of like little fractal versions of the whole fullness of God, except down here, it's an imitation of the fullness. So you've got the bottom level making up the pleroma of the, of the uh, demiurge. And then that you see in the middle, there's a green triangle. That is now the pleroma of our bodies, which is, it turns out, I ran across this again this week. It was quite the Satori's I had this week. That's called the pleroma of Logos. That we second order powers are the pleroma or the fullness of logos. And logos means reason and knowledge and knowing how things work and how things go together. And we are perfect knockoffs of the fullness of God because we are their fruit. We're like their children, just like your children look human. Maybe they don't act human all the time, but they look human. We are the children of the fullness. So our pleroma is this part in the middle with our proteins reaching out, holding hands with love, the organelles, the cells, the organs, the organ systems, the organisms. We reach out to others when we are working on a project with love, then we are also enacting the fullness of God. And then above that, there are more because this is a, um, this is a hierarchy that represents our entire universe. So we organisms, that's where our body stops. However, we reach out to others and we form families, we form societies, we form work groups and work products. So we do the same thing. And if we want to be successful, we have to follow that simple golden rule of sharing information with the people you're working with sharing assistance, physical assistance, and sharing love or coherence is another way to think of it. So that's the societal level. And then there's the global level. And that's where you get the Gaia mind or the transpersonal consciousness level where we all shared the same thoughts. Jung was big into that. Mm -hmm. And then there's the astronomical level, which I think you astro people will get closer into. That is the galactic forces of our cosmic thought of our reflections of the uh, fullness. And then above that is the universal unit of consciousness. And once you get back up to the universal, well, what is the universal consciousness of this fallen world? It's the demiurge again. So we, he is in control of this fallen world, but Above him and outside of that triangle, you can see that the Christ consciousness is up there. That is the Redeemer. That's the word for the Redeemer. And the Redeemer trumps 
all of this other stuff. And at some point, that redemption will come to every part of the um, large blue triangle that you're seeing, including the Demiurge, because it is said that this world will not pass away until the Demiurge is also redeemed and returned to the fullness of God to reunite with the better part of the Demiurge that fled after the fall. So that's that. And I know it's just a whole splat of stuff, but I'll explain it slower during the conference. Yes. Okay, no, it makes sense. Slide. One more slide. Yeah, this is a good teaser. All right. So this then is after that blue hierarchy passes away. This is the final economy. And you see, once again, it is also a pyramid shape. And by the way, that's why I think there are so many pyramids, particularly in ancient times. The pyramid or the, the steep mountain, that is our remembrance of the fullness. I always think of the fullness as a pyramid and it's floating right there above me. And by the way, you know, in the, in the, um, some of those Gnostic uh, books in the Nag Hammadi, they talk about the face of Sophia on the waters. Mm -hmm. I think the face is what's looking down from that bottom level of the Pleroma. It's the face pressed down looking through. Anyway, this is the final economy. The, this is what we would call heaven. This is returning to paradise. And it looks like this. The phantoms of the imitation, they are not coming along. That blue bottom level is going to drop away because it did not exist from the beginning. So it's not returning to the fullness. And that is the place they call Hades. Uh, the Demiurge itself will return, and it's going to return back all the way up there to the like left. Baby Yaldabaoth right here. <laughs> um, the second order of powers is what we are, and we're called the called because we hear the voice of God, and we will all eventually, and not just the humans, every living thing on the planet returns to the fullness because everything came from the fullness and right up there there's the fullness still sitting up there there's the golden pyramid and at the very top of the golden pyramid that's the redeemed body of logos and the demiurge reunited uh once again and that leads to the redemption of the sun and it's all there and we don't just sit there looking like um bright lights in a pyramid, uh, what the final economy consists of is us sitting there, but it's ethereal again. And so what we dream of is paradise. Paradise is prefigured. Paradise occurred before the fall. And paradise is what we will return to. And I think we all have a dim remembrance of paradise. People have a longing to return to paradise. And that's why we came from paradise and to paradise we will return. That's what I have. How's that? <clears throat> Wonderful. Makes sense. Yes. Love it. For the audience, you'll definitely get more of this. And also, you should probably mention you also have your podcast where oh. you really unpack it. So we'll have this in the. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess we it's can my both get prepared. Okay. Yeah. We, she has Gnostic Insights where she unpacks her ideas and uh, we'll have this on the show notes as well as her website and her book on here and when we put the audio version in a couple of days there's the book i highly recommend it it's a quick easy read 
It's got visuals. It'll take you on the whole journey, and just reading it is very liberating. Yes, check out Sid Rob's book, and uh, her presentation is going to take it even further, so it's going to be awesome. Gnostic Insights Podcast. You can find it iTunes, uh, anywhere that has a podcast platform, you'll find Gnostic Insights. Uh, definitely check it out. It's a great Thanks, journey. Thanks, Miguel. Yeah. Can we no slip problem. one question uh, for Sid in here? And uh, it's, it's a good one. It's a it's good one. Quick. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, can the demiurge be redeemed? Yes. Yes. That's our mission. We were actually sent to Earth. We really screwed up because we were sent to Earth to redeem the demiurge, and the demiurge has to be redeemed, basically. Uh, one cell at a time. And so our bodies are each instantiating a little piece of the demiurge because we're walking around in this material body. And so when we become redeemed ourselves, when we remember the Gnosis, we are redeeming those parts of uh, the demiurge that are part of us. And that is our mission. And when we all do that, instead of trying to kill each other, if we can just love ourselves and turned for redemption it'll all be back to heaven okay back to you miguel back to me sorry i had to let baby yell the mouth out um <laughs> so that's awesome yeah we look forward to it so and again this uh, she will give a presentation at the astronosis conference let me repeat we still have tickets if you want to show up physically, but we just have now online tickets where you get all the presentations. You'll get more than 15 hours of excellent Gnostic content that will break down the Gnostic cosmology, uh, the mission. You'll get insights and so much good stuff on that intersection of Gnosticism and the stars. Oops. Did I do that? Those those archons are pesky today. No, that was I didn't me. touch anything. Oh, that was bad. the other demiurge. Wrong window. Trying yeah, to type yeah. in the chat, and I did a command over here. So, so we do have tickets. We do have, if you want to sponsor, uh, be, have a mention on the show or anything like that, there's sponsorship opportunities. We're having a pyramid tour on the third day where we're going to see some Mayan mystic stuff. Ivan, the mastermind of this... Uh, the puppet master's trying to get like a curandero brujo to show us all the pyramids and all the mystic stuff, but more to come. So please support because uh, this could be the first of many. And there you have it. Oh, you shining crazy diamonds, an incredible round table and preview of astronosis. In our second part, Lawrence teases his presentation Grants approachable meditative exercises to navigate these Gnostic times and even discusses some Sufi mysticism. And I preview a cool Gnostic documentary that will be screened at the conference. This is all a cool listen if you leverage the private RSS feed from AB Prime or Patreon. And yes, you can now get a simple private RSS feed through Red Circle for only $4.99 a month. Check it out in the show notes. So please become an AB Prime member, a Patreon at Patreon, or Red Circle subscriber for the full audio interview. And to support this Red Pill Cafeteria. It will cost you less than a buck per episode, and that's a deal of many lifetimes. The alternative spirituality and philosophy of the Gnostics are more important than ever in this Philip K. Dick world. 
And you just must accept we ain't ever going back to any old normal. This is our time. This is dream time. For we high priests and priestesses of Hermes, the god of thieves, and Sophia, the goddess of smugglers. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being yourself, your true self, here in the desert of the real. Hello and goodbye, as always. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.